for our podcast, The Days and Gems Show. Today we're going to be talking about polyamory. So, I'm Days, and my pronouns are she, they. Next I'm Gems, my pronouns are she, he, they. I'm Jay, and my pronouns are they, them, theirs. So we have a special guest today, Jay. If you want to just like introduce yourself a little bit, maybe give a little um, detail or something. Yeah. Um, damn, I always like blank out at these. But um, <laughs> I'm Jay. I am a student at SF State, graduating soon. Woo! Not this Yay! semester, but like next semester. Um, (laughs) I'm from a small town and I am a cat parent and I like art and yeah you're a cat parent yes I have two cat babies oh my god I want five in total like in my life I want five (laughs) but as of right now I only have one and I almost took another one home with me today so I have a cat his name is Mushu oh how cute he's gonna be three in june so he's a gemini so when he's around <laughs> full of people he doesn't want to show me love but when he's by himself mm, he's just and i'm like you're <laughs> fake bro you're fake <laughs> yes. yeah. of signs i'm also a quadruple leo so there's like another little bit about me <laughs> i know we I'm were not. just talking about signs and like astrology on our last show and you must really love yourself i do as you should Mm -hmm. so today we're going to be talking about polyamory and yeah so we have like a few questions each one of us and but before before we dive into the questions how did you two meet how did you and daisy because he's there they're your guest yes okay so i know jay through my old roommate my old roommate that's their partner okay Um, okay okay we met through there we they were at we like got our keys and jay was there and then jay was like i have a gift for you they gave us like all of us like were you guys also in the dorms at sf state no we were like living in a house outside of Mm. campus yeah so when we went to sign our keys they were there and then they gave us like each one of us a beer and we all shotgun a beer together and that was like the first time we met jay and it was yeah it was wholesome it was cute Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) and we've been friends ever since so polyamory is the practice of engaging in multiple romantic relationships with the consent of all people involved. So just so we could have that in there. Like, what does polyamory mean to you? Ooh, um, polyamory to me is kind of like this idea of um, getting to really build your own life and build your own connections with other people. Um, to me personally, it means like, you know, um, respecting others understanding like that I don't own other people and that I have full ownership over myself and my own experiences and that like love is in abundance that's a beautiful 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 description of what polyamorous is I love that are you do you have current partners I currently only have one partner um AZ and then I guess like people that like we casually see but no one like that I'm in a no other people that I'm in like a committed relationship with. Mm, cool. Because there's a difference between polyamorous and polygamy. I want people to know that. Polygamy is like multiple marriages. Polyamorous is just having intimate relationships with other people. Because mm-hmm. I think a lot of people get that confused. When I first learned about it, I was like, I thought that was polygamy. But no, polygamy mm-hmm. is completely different, which mm-hmm. good to know. <clears throat> How were you introduced to um, polyamorous, by the way? Ooh, um... I guess, like, like, I've always kind of had, like, this idea of, like, oh, maybe one day I could do, like, an open relationship, you know, like, in high school and stuff like that, because um, I was, like, dating people, like, my senior year 
of high school and I was about to go to college and I'm like, oh, maybe like, you know, I could be open. Um, Mm -hmm. But then it wasn't until I met a partner uh, in college and they were like, oh yeah, I'm polyamorous. And like, I had never like really deeply digged into like what polyamory meant or like been with anyone who was like non-monogamous. And I was like, okay, cool. Um, So that was kind of like my first intro to polyamory. And then ever since then, like I've just been kind of getting myself more into like polyamorous spaces spaces like I follow a lot of like polyamorous accounts on like social media and I've been like trying to read different books and I feel like that's really like the work that I've been trying to like to learn more that's yeah. dope my uh, roommate who I wanted to be part of this podcast couldn't make it because they have work but um they were also in a polyamorous relationship since high school and then when they got to college they got in a monogamous relationship but currently since quarantine their partner and them decided they wanted to try open relationship and it was working out for them for a while until the couple that they were seeing they were they just didn't know how to communicate and I think that's a big factor in polyamorous is communicating are you good at communicating how does that work out for you I would like to think that I'm a good communicator Um, it's definitely taken a lot of work just because like I was raised to not really speak up for myself. It's like, you kind of have to like, you know, listen to others do not question authority type of stuff. Um, So yeah, confrontation used to be something that was really hard for me, but I've definitely learned to, to grow past that. And I do think a lot of it has to do with like my polyamory, but I know that like, just because someone says that they're polyamorous doesn't mean that they automatically are a good communicator. Like someone Mm -hmm. can be monogamous and be an even better communicator than someone who's polyamorous but I think just like really kind of taking the time to like be mindful of others helped me be like okay I need to say this even if it's hard to yeah you mentioned that you were you had dated like someone in high school before you became like polyamorous um how would you say that like changed the way you've had you have relationships like from then to now Ooh, (laughs) um (laughs) I feel like definitely like I'm really, really good at communicating, like, my wants and needs now. Um, I'm very good at, like, outlining my boundaries. I'm working on actually enforcing them, but I'm really good at being like, (laughs) hey, this is how I feel, you know? Um, But I feel like where I'm at now, like, in terms of, like, relationship worlds, because I've been in a fair amount of relationships, I feel like I kind of need to be more in, like, the non-monogamous realm and, like... um, you know, I, I support any type of relationship, you know, sometimes polyamorous people date monogamous people or monogamous people, you know, all that stuff. Mm -hmm. But if you don't want me interrupting, Mm -hmm. when we get to our next question, how does that work out? Like when you do date someone that's not non-monogamous and you are poly, you Mm -hmm. know, like, is there jealousy from the non-monogamous person Mm -hmm. compared to, to you? Do you get jealous whenever you're dating someone like that's not monogamous? So for me, Ever since I was like, oh yeah, like I'm, I can be non-monogamous or I'm polyamorous. I haven't really dated anyone who was monogamous. Only people who are like are interested in non-monogamy, um, mm-hmm. which has uh, worked out for me. But even then, like, there's still like a lot of jealousy, or sometimes like people are like, I'm non-monogamous, but I only want us to do things together, or I just want it to be sexual. I don't want it to be intimate. Um, mm-hmm. And I feel like where I'm at right now, like ideally like I would love and date like multiple people not just like you know have 
like I don't even really like the concept of like primaries or secondary partners just because I feel like when you're like oh yeah this is my primary I feel like people might wield that power against like their secondary. You mean explaining that? What do you yeah, mean yeah, yeah. primary and se- uh, secondary mm-hmm. partners? So some people have like hierarchies in their relationships. Um, mm-hmm. So they have like their primary, which they would consider like their main relationship or the relationship that they put the most effort into. Mm-hmm. And then it'd be like their secondaries, tertiaries, you know, like people down. Yeah. And, and you're saying that you don't, you don't use those terms. Like yeah, you have- I wouldn't. Yeah. I don't feel like I would like to, uh, to do that just because like, I feel like, I don't want others to feel like they're disposable, you know, Um, and like there's the potential to create harm that works out for some people. But for me, like, I feel like there's the potential to like justify harm against secondaries to protect the primary. Does that make sense? Yeah, that makes sense. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that would put like, that would make people feel like kind of shitty if like you're putting this person above this person. It's almost like you're only putting effort in certain persons. Like you're putting less effort into your thirds and like your lower ones than you are your primary. Mm-hmm. Dang. I didn't know that. I tried to be in an open relationship in my my previous relationship. I just got out of a relationship. Mm-hmm. So I try to do it, but it just doesn't work with someone when you're dating someone that's hetero and like cis. Like it just doesn't work out. Stop. Um, this is my everyday struggle. <laughs> like it genuinely doesn't work out like it's just it's hard for me because I'm I'm gay like I'm totally gay I'm gender fluid you know Mm -hmm. like and it's it was difficult for him to understand that I just want to love like I have an abundance of love and I want to give it out if that means sexually if that means romantically if that means you know I just want to go and get boba or coffee like it doesn't matter what that means I just want to share another connection with someone but to him, it was just like, nah, you're trying to leave me. And I'm like, no, like, that's not at all. Mm-hmm. So it just didn't work out. So I'm like, I'm a little bit happier now that I'm like by myself, you know, like, you know, I'm getting to learn more of me. But mm-hmm. I'm glad that I'm learning this from you. I didn't know about these primaries and secondaries. Cool. Crazy that like you. Sorry. <laughs> no, it's because one time I was I was like hanging out with AZ and they like gave me this book to read and it was about polyamory. And like I was reading I was actually reading it (laughs) and it's like I didn't there's like a lot more to it people I feel like a lot of like the negative stereotypes just think that it's like people who just want to have like a lot of sex when it's like there's so much more to it like you have to like have like empathy and like you have to like communicate and there's so many more things to it than it's than just like a sexual like thing Mm -hmm. my next question is like when you approach people like dating wise and stuff like do you tell them right off the bat like that you're polyamorous or do you just like you like give that detail later like and like what was your experience with like telling people you're polyamorous so I like to put like non-monogamous like like when I had like tinder like I would just like put straight up like non-monogamous um just because like some people can be like pretty fucked up you know and like also like I don't want to waste people's time or I don't want my time to be wasted Um, just so people can kind of understand like no like this is what I actually want you know and I like I feel like I don't want to compromise what I want anymore like like I just want to like meet like like like-minded people so that we can be on the same page you know I totally get that I get that oh my god (laughs) yeah it's like you know what you want and need and you just need to meet another person that literally wants what you need I get it mm-hmm. yeah and like it's I don't know one time like I had like non-monogamous in like my bio and then like I went on a date 
and then like while we were like on a date out of nowhere she's just like yeah but like I don't know if like non-monogamy like I don't think I can do that then why are and you here like, <laughs> 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 what are you doing here <laughs> exactly and then it just like made me feel pretty like uncomfortable because I'm just like now I feel like bad for being non-monogamous you know like yeah, yeah like if that's not your like dating style then like cool we can be friends but like, you- be, like yeah when you meet people like that, do you feel like you have to educate them or do you just want someone that already kind of knows like the basis of what polyamory is when like when you look into a partner, like do you already expect them to kind of know or is it just more of like, let's work through this together? I feel like ideally I would like my person to like know about these things already just because mm-hmm. like I feel like I've put so much effort into like working on myself and like unlearning like like monogamy and unlearning so much that like it I just feel like it it creates this dynamic where I'm like the teacher and they're like the student and like I don't know like I'm not the like knower of all things you know so like (laughs) and I don't know I just feel like it takes a lot of and I mean in any relationship you need to like spend time getting on the same page because I feel like even though I'm like yeah I'm polyamorous I haven't spent a lot of time like really like exploring like full-blown like polyamorous dynamics so that's mm-hmm. why I'm kind of like, no, I want someone to be on that page with me. So that way I can like give my space, give myself the space that I know that I've been needing and wanting, you know, mm-hmm. versus like trying to put someone into that space. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. It could get overwhelming, I bet. So I'm Guatemalan. So in my culture, it's very difficult for my parents or for other people to understand like, hey, I'm gay, first of all, <laughs> and um, <laughs> I'm not a woman, and I don't, like, feel like a man all the time either, um, so when it comes to my dating life, it gets a little tricky. Does that get tricky for you, like, um, when you, you know, when you explain Like, do to you explain parents? this to your family? Yeah, or like, do you just how... let them think that you're, like, monogamous? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh my god, no, I feel like, uh, like, it's just, with family stuff, like, coming out, like I have so much <laughs> like the concept of coming out because like I mean at first like I came out as a lesbian in high school and then that's when I was exploring like oh like she they you know and then now where I'm at I'm like no I'm trans and then now I'm like uh, I feel like I'm like queer with like my orientation and then I'm like no I'm polyamorous and like my family like for the most part, only, like, they think I'm a cis lesbian, like, they, you know, like, and I'm just, like, y'all have no idea. Yeah. But, yeah, because, yeah, I don't know. I feel like I, it's easier to, like, leave family out of this until, like, you have, like, what you want, mm-hmm. finally, you know? Like, like, it's just easier like, to, like, leave them. Yeah, I feel like sexuality know. is always changing, though, like, I'm always, like, saying, like, you know, no, not today. Today, I find I might be, like, non-binary and then I'm just like no I don't feel that way so it's it's just a constant battle within yourself because of just mm-hmm. I feel like society and all that other stuff so yeah. crazy <clears throat> for sure and I feel like I'm at the point where like I'm I don't feel like I just started taking like tea and like my family does not know and I don't feel like I'm in the closet you know like I don't feel like because I feel like, and part of the reason why I didn't tell them is because, like, I don't feel like I'm asking for permission from anyone. Like, I'm living on my own. I'm grown. Like, this is, you know, this is my body. So, like, why should it matter, like, what I'm doing with my body, what I'm doing with my life? Like, as long as I'm causing no harm, like. I've always felt that way. My parents don't know I'm gay, but I am who I am. There's flags in my room. 
they literally know who I date. Like, I'm not, I'm not holding any secrets. I just don't feel like I need to go up to them and be like, hey, I'm gay. Because I've never did that when I was straight. Like, I never went up to them and be like, hey, I'm straight. You know, so I totally get that. I, I feel that. This is a question that you had, but I want to ask it because I want to know how we can normalize mm-hmm. polyamorous uh, like relationships. Before like, you, you answer like... that question first, sorry, because no, that's a good fine. question. Um, <laughs> I guess like what is like the negative, what are like the negative effects that you've had from like being like polyamorous? And then from there, how do we like normalize? Ooh. Um, I feel like some of the like negative stuff that I've had around polyamory was just kind of people being like, I don't know how you can do that, you know, just kind of being like them projecting their experiences onto me. Cause I'm like, I, I'm not asking about like, like when I'm like, Oh yeah, I'm open. And then people just are like, I'm polyamorous. And then everyone just goes off to talk about like themselves and their insecurities. And I'm like, hmm. I didn't ask for that. Like, you know, like, <laughs> you're like, hey. I'm just telling you my truth. We don't need to hear about you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And like, unless it's like, you know, to have like a productive, like conversation. conversation where like we can both learn from each other, but it's, it's like never that way. It's like, just mm-hmm. they just like, want to like vent. Yeah. And I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> um, yeah. And just like other negative things is, is people kind of like um, questioning like how I view them, like questioning like my relationship with them, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Questioning when you say questioning, like in what way? Like that you want a romantic relationship with them? Is that what you're trying to say? Yeah, like if I'm like, hey, like I want to like like have sex with this person or I'm interested in this person, then people like sometimes people will kind of see it as like, what what am I lacking, you know? And it's like, no, it's not what you're lacking. It's what this person is bringing to me also. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Mm -hmm. And then I guess the next question would be, how do you, how do we normalize like this? How do we normalize polyamorous relationships? Oh, um. Ah! Uh, Destroy heterosexuality. Destroy destroy capitalism. Yes. We're meant to be in communities. Literally, I was just telling my mom this the other day because I was talking to her about like polyamorous polyamorous relationships. Mm -hmm. And again, she did the same thing that you just said where she's like, I could never do that. Mm -hmm. And I was just like, I want you to really think about like our ancestors. Like my mom loves to claim that she's native. And I'm just like, you really think that these indigenous people were out here just like in one like heterosexual relationship no these people were no. out here fucking anyone mm. they wanted to wherever they wanted to because they loved each other there was like, no rules there was no white man exactly. that you couldn't mm-hmm. there was but there's no christianity or catholicism exactly there's <laughs> no religion. The they had their own <laughs> religion there was no such thing called religion they had yes. their own rituals they were doing what they felt was right to them mm-hmm. it's crazy <laughs> white people yeah white people. <laughs> yeah <laughs> colonizers it's just crazy because i just i think about my mom is chinese chinese in guatemalan but my grandpa migrated so it's just crazy to think about like how much indigenous blood but i don't know who i really am because i'm also colonized <laughs> we can go so much deeper into this that's a different <laughs> podcast because i can't right now mm-hmm. i i feel that it's like it's really sad how like how much our communities have been disempowered by colonialism but then we like have still like like carried out colonialism in our like Mm -hmm. intimate relationships you know like with our mindsets and like yeah it's just so toxic (laughs) but I feel like I guess like challenging like these greater levels of like oppressions and like isms is like one way but I guess like another like you know more immediate solutions to like fostering better like attitudes towards polyamory is just like um 
accurate representation, um, showing different kinds of love, um, also kind of just like instilling this idea that like, like love isn't scarce and that it's abundant and that if we can understand that like we can have multiple platonic relationships and love like hella friends and like why can't we like love hella people you know mm-hmm. i love that you said yeah. that like mm-hmm. love isn't isn't scary. i have so many platonic relationships i love mm-hmm. it right and it doesn't mean that like you love like you know what i mean like we don't it's when you have another love you have a different type of love for them mm-hmm. i get you mm-hmm. <laughs> final question like what is like the like a positive thing positive side effect I don't know how you I would say that like (laughs) positive thing to come out of like your you exploring like polyamorous relationships I I get what you're saying um I feel like I mean like I've had I've come to like a lot of points in my life where I've like unpacked a lot of my identities I mean like I've come out so many fucking times you know (laughs) and I feel like polyamory has it hasn't necessarily been like the most challenging one but I feel like one of the ones that like allowed me to go like the deepest into myself like it taught me a lot about like not only how I work but how to work with like different types of people and like what it it, like I mean it's funny because you know like being gay or trans or queer like you're already kind of rejecting this like 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 hetero hetero like the heteronormativity you know we're like oh there's only a man and a woman and they're supposed to be this way or that way and like you know and so like I feel like that was me coming to terms with like being gay and like trans was like my first step towards like yeah wait why the fuck am I like listening to their relationship rules you know and then I was like polyamory like (laughs) I get to like do things how I want and I think that's like a really beautiful thing you know Mm -hmm. and it's really beautiful to get to like like understand like to kind of like envision the different types of relationships I want to have and like to be able to go do it you know what I mean Mm. wow (laughs) that's beautiful Mm -hmm. it's just a creative way of loving I guess it's just another way of loving Mm -hmm. it's just hetero people just need to stop and get off over the (laughs) house yes Mm -hmm. they get so mad of the way we love it's like you wish you had this love and that's why you're mad stay jealous (laughs) yeah <laughs> it's crazy that like that we've like normalized like just like two people like relationships and like how like ingrained it is like like you said like you can't like tell like regular straight like cis people this kind of stuff because then they're just gonna jump to like i could never do that like yeah like, like you stay in that club stay on that side loser uh, more for me <laughs> because I feel like people who don't want to get educated and like learn about this kind of stuff and at least not even if you don't want to experience it that's fine but like try to understand us and understand that we're just trying to love and if you can't understand that we're just trying to love then there's an issue with you mm-hmm. just saying yeah I feel like some people are just so fucking repressed and like mm-hmm. I see it I'm like I mean why like and I'm not saying like oh like you have like if you're polyamorous or gay or whatever, like you are like, like, you know, I don't know what I'm trying to say. Like, cause some people, you know, they're still monogamous at the end of the day, but at least like unlearn the like compulsory part of it. Like unlearn, like, like unpack that, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, cause yeah. you, like 
hetero like normativity like it represses even straight people like mostly like queer people but like i'm just like if y'all just like thought thought for one second we could all just be like a little bit happier and a little bit more free with the way mm-hmm. that we are you know what about y'all like how do y'all like what are you guys' thoughts on this it's a good question and for me personally i feel like when i was straight <laughs> I feel like I wanted to explore this idea. It was always like talked about for me, but the people that I was dating were always like, no, like you just want to have like sex all the time, blah, blah, blah. Like you just want to have sex with other people. And it was never about that. And you, ca- it's like consensual, right? So I can't go out and be open by myself. Like my person that I'm dating has to be into it too. So I never got to experience that. But then like now as everything has like, the year has gone out, gone by and I've come out and like I've done all these things. I feel like I wouldn't, be in a relationship like a what is it a hetero relation mm-hmm. a hetero monogamous relationship I would never do that again that's not something for me <laughs> I think knowing that I I I love the guy that I was with but it's just I can love other people too and I don't think he understood that I just have so much love that I want to give to other people and I can't help it like I can't help that if I see someone and I have this connection with them I'm gonna love them regardless if that means romantically friendship way like it does it shouldn't matter to you how I love this person I just love them and um when I was straight I I used to suppress that side of me I used to suppress I used to be very I used to internalize my homophobia it was really bad I used to be against a lot of things because of the way I grew up you know but once I came in SF it's literally like gay land like it's like gay everywhere and I love (laughs) it I love it I come from like I come from SoCal Long Beach I don't know if you've heard of it but I come from there and it's different like it's just it's not the same as it is up here like every person I meet is 99% gay and mm-hmm. I don't really meet many hetero people here so it's just I love it I love it up here and I get to meet so many people like you guys <laughs> I think no one thing that I will add to that is like it's really hard to like think and try new things when you're dating like straight cis men like mm-hmm. that's really hard and, and and then on top of that like they don't want to explore anything either like they think ugh, yeah I don't even know how to, I could go off on a tangent about that, but yeah, <laughs> I hate them. <laughs> Same. Thank <laughs> you for answering the question back. Of course. Thank, thank you for time. joining us and yeah, talking so you. openly about everything. Yes, of course. Thank you. Thank you for having me. You were a pleasant yes. guest, our first yes. guest. Oh my God. Ooh, yeah, the first guest. guest. <laughs>